Bienvenidos y welcome to the Biz Bruja podcast, where reclaiming our powerful intuition, our sacred medicina, embracing our magic and healing ancestral patterns, invoke powerful creations in our own well-being, our lives, familias, community, and our businesses. Remembering that our businesses are so important at this time. I'm the creatrix of this blogcast, the biz bruja herself, Vanessa Codornu, a modern-day bruja, fourth-generation psychic medium, clinical hypnotist, energy healer, and soul biz mentor and coach. An Argentine-American who started reading adults at 16, became a professional intuitive at 22, and now guides creatives, intuitives, healers, and entrepreneurs to break through fears, connect to the practical power of their intuition, so they can serve the world powerfully. Bienvenido, mi gente bella. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. You're here with Vanessa Codornio. This is the fifth season of the Biz Bruja, and you all know I show up as I can. Work is busy, life is busy, and I've been committed to continuing with the podcast because I really love interviewing the folks that I interview, and I really love having these discussions. So I came on here with not a huge plan about what um, I'm sharing today, but with the awareness that I needed to show up because my spirit guides were pressuring me, but also to talk about what we're not talking about and to invite us into even greater grounding in this profound and incredible time of change. Now I can hear it. The jokesters amongst you are like, pero, pero por favor, siempre hay un tiempo de cambio. Like there's always a time of change. And it's true, right? To be alive, to be on earth means to be en un tiempo de cambio. We are constantly being thrown about with change, being thrown about with profound, profound grief, loss, war, injustice, all the isms, racism, oppression, homophobia. Things that are happening on the planet have been happening on the planet for so, so long. And yet, in los últimos años, in the last few years, we've been seeing it more. And people are like, oh, the world is going to Porto. It's going to hell in a handbasket. It's not really going to hell in a handbasket. It's already been going to hell in a handbasket. The thing is, though, at least from my perspective, uh, when things get worse, it's often because they're reaching this boiling point that cannot be contained anymore. And so I feel that we're in the throes, and a lot of astrologers will tell you this, that we're in the throes of the end of patriarchy, capitalism. And how do we know that? Porque Pluto en Capricornio, right? Capricorn, Pluto in Capricorn. Pluto, the planet that drags us to the depths of our souls, that makes us face our shit, our shit like nothing else. Mirando la mierda, ojo a ojo, right? Having to deal with it, sitting in it, dealing with it and doing so in a collective way. Pluto will affect us personally, depending, right? Like, look, Pluto was in my eighth house for like 20 years, okay? Sex, power, like other people's resources. When I saw that thing going in there, we go back, that's even before, that's even before like I built my business online, right? 20 years ago, I was already doing things, I was already, but in the last 20 years, if each and every one of us stops for a second, where were we 20 years ago? I was like, ¿Dónde estaba? Where was I 20 years ago? I was like, wow, 20 years ago, I was in a relationship. I was engaged. I was a stepmom to three kids. I was working full-time in corporate. I was doing my 
uh, full moon, like monthly moon things, gatherings at my house, my friend's house. I thought I was going to marry a Puerto Rican ex. I was going to be a stepmom to three kids. I thought I was going to have some kids with him. Um, I was in New York City. I was finishing school. I was working part-time doing readings and hypnosis and sessions. And I also had a part-time job in a nightclub. All right. Okay. So from three jobs to one full-time business, from three stepkids to two, from one ex-fiance who broke my heart to finding the love that I wanted, right? Um, and the love that I needed. And I'm married to that now. Each and every one of us has this great transformation that's happened in 20 years. Um, so I invite you, right, to look deeper. And that's why I wanted to do this today because I'm like, Mira, Manisa. I was like, little girl, um, you want to continue into the fifth season and you want to share some of the interviews that you've done. At the same time, people may be feeling like you. Like we were excited about 2024 because I know that I was. And at the same time, I was in pain. But was happening in Palestine, was happening with Israel, with the hostages. The situations that have become unfathomable, um, have been unacceptable, have been situations, especially, you know, in this podcast, we talk about the ancestral patterns that we broke in order to be who we are today. And we lean into the ancestral gifts that we uh, were born with and that we've had to to really move into, to be the spiritual entrepreneurs and the spiritual community leaders that we are. It's been a time of hope, but it's also been a time of great pain. As we see folks speaking out all over the world, all over the country, um, people marching, other people staying quiet and silent because there's just a lot of fear. No one wants to be seen as the bad guy or seen as they're judging, et cetera. At the same time, you know, when I was a little girl and I was studying um, the Holocaust, I was like, oh, my God, how do people not interfere sooner? Oh, my God, how do people not interfere sooner? And I didn't understand it as a little girl because I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood. Um, I almost converted at 15. My parents gave me permission. And la verdad is that even though I went to Catholic uh, religious instruction and my parents were spiritual and into curanderismo, espiritismo, I also had a lot of friends who were Jewish and I went to temple, Temple Isaiah and Reform Temple. And I had shulins and I slept over the temple with my friends. I was in a um, rap a group. Well, it wasn't like we weren't rapping, but, you know, we were talking, discussing the issues that were going on in the world. And I loved it. In fact, um, my Jewish community in Queens is part of the reason that I seat people in circles, right? Before I reconnected with more womanist, indigenous uh, practices of sitting in circle, I also learned that from my beautiful Jewish community. And so as a kid, I was like, Dios mío, how could this have happened? The truth is, though, if we look across the world, well, how could the massacres have happened in, here in North America? And how could all of the Spaniards and the Europeans plunder the lands in South America? And, and so what's happening is great injustices all around. And so this has been very like a hopeful year stepping in for me and many other spiritualists, but also one of great pain, because I think consciously or unconsciously, while we're stepping in with hope, and that is our task, right? Nuestro trabajo es tener esperanza, right? To be hopeful. At the same time, we're also about, look at this. Look at this. The thing that we cannot talk about. The thing that we're not supposed to talk about. Because if we say anything, we're going to be branded as something. And for most of the spiritual healers that I know, it's not about, it's not about, how do I say this? It's not about hating any people. 
It's about witnessing injustice in both sides and then witnessing a incredible force coming in to crush a people. And so, you know, I may lose folks who are listening to this now, but I hope, and I hope that you do understand that I'm speaking for, you know, I've done, I don't even know how many sessions that I'm doing like five a day. So 25, 30 sessions a week since the year kind of started. Y la gente está con dolor. Because all of us, BIPOC Latinos, everyone, even people who are European for like 600 years, right? Um, we have been oppressed. We've had our indigenous practices taken from us. We've been moved. We've had to leave. Things have happened to our ancestors. And so I think that we're coming into this new year hopeful. At the same time, we're like, oh, my God. And it's not just about Israel, Gaza, Palestine, the Congo, Sudan, Ukraine, what's happening across the world, what's happening here. There's so much that's happening that is almost completely overwhelming. And so I just wanted to call it out because I didn't want to be just another spiritual healer who ignores the reality of what's happening in the world and then just turns a blind eye. And I just want to share that I felt very sad while I understand that there's so many spiritual healers, you know, that I know or on Facebook who just haven't even posted ceasefire. And a lot of white people that are around me in Central PA and other places who haven't even put up a ceasefire. And the point is, you know, and everybody does their activism in a different way. People have a right not to be activists if they don't want to. But when you tell me that you're a spiritual guide and you won't even write peace on your wall, what's going on? And so how do we come into this year and stay in this year with peace, with hope, and also a grounded awareness of the injustices that are happening in the world that are affecting us? It affects some people more than others. And I was reading a quote the other day about how privilege is, you know, feeling like the things that are happening in the world don't affect you because it's not affecting you personally or your people. The thing is, though, that to me, we're all brothers and sisters on the planet. And that famous quote that says, you know, no one is free unless all of us are free. Um, I don't know if it's Audre Lorde, but I hope I'm not misquoting her. Let me look that up for a second. All right, my people, I didn't want to be generic, so here it is. I'm not free while any woman is unfree, even when her shackles are very are very different from my own. Audre Lorde. And this is what it is. To me, this is what it means to be a brujita. This is what it means to be alive. This is what it means to be a healer, is to be aware of all the things that are happening. And just to let you all know, my practice, I've, I've been seeing... Um, people who are from Israel, I've been seeing people who are Jewish, who are torn. I've been seeing people who are Palestinian. I've been seeing people whose ancestors are from the Congo, people whose ancestors are from Sudan. And there is a lot going on. And so I invite you as we step into this new phase, right, into this new phase. Pluto and Capricorn came in for 20 years to shake up the patriarchy. And because it's an outside planet, right? It's not a personal planet like the moon that, you know, changes sign every two and a half days or Mercury, right? Or Venus or Mars. It's an outside where Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, because it's an outside further away planet, it is affecting a collective. So in the last 20 years, how have you become aware of the lies that society has told you? 
How have you broken away from patriarchal bullshit? How have you understood the name of the game? How have you liberated yourself from the colonizers' uh, programming? And where do we all still need to liberate ourselves from that? This is what Plato and Pluto and Capricorn is speaking on, because it's that shaking you down to the core of the roots and pulling you up and turning you upside down. Well, Capricorn, right, ruled by Saturn, is the elder, it is the patriarchy, it is old structures. Yes, it's ambitious. Yes, it climbs a mountain. Yes, it is the sea goat. And it is the systems that were created to create some sort of, I guess, stability and peace, but only for the few. So now, people, we roll into Pluto and Aquarius. Okay, Aquarian, visionary, also anarchist breaking the chains. And so I just want you all to know <laughs> that it is really, really important to lean into practices, to lean into creencias, manera de vida, ways of life, belief systems, right? Things that ground you and center you in your life. Because if you thought it's been wild until now, things are going to get crazier. And it doesn't have to be in pers like personally negative for you. Your business may thrive. Your family may be fabulous. It could be in other areas of the world. It could be this shaking up of structures that crumble faster elsewhere and then eventually like a domino topple into the United States. And so we're about to step into another 20 years in terms of Pluto and the collective that is really intense, that is really shaking us up. So how do we manage all that? How do we manage knowing that the next 20 years, and we're already in it, you know, so it's not like you can get out of it. There's no way to get out of it because the reverberations are out there. And again, as much as I've been annoyed by people who I feel like, yo, you've been safe for 400 years, 300 years, 200 years, you know, you could say something, right? Like for me, my white passing privilege, I try to use it to support. I try to use it to be an ally. I try to use it to raise my voice. Um, but I see so many who are quiet. And there may be a reason, you know, there may be family, there may be connections, but I do want to honor those who are at least are writing ceasefire and peace. You know, that's what I've been doing. I've been posting and posting, posting peace, posting for a ceasefire. Um, what's been happening has been, I mean, I don't think there are any words. And so know that there's a lot of pain in the world. There's a lot of stress in the world. There's a lot of hardship. And that if you're feeling as a person of color, as a person with indigenous roots, as a person whose family probably was oppressed out of their religion or country, if you're feeling unsettled, if you're feeling harmed, if you're feeling hurt, even if you are not pinning it to what's happening in the world, and it could be that you're Jewish, it could be that you're Palestinian, it could be that you're Afro-Latino, it could be that you are Black, Latino, white, whatever it may be, because um, we have you know, it's very nuanced. It's very multi-layered. Um, but always the people whose family have had to escape countries are the people that are going to feel this, right? To be gentle with yourself, to be kind with yourself. Um, this full moon in Leo that we just had, you know, yesterday, that is still, we're feeling the effects, right? The full moon is the culmination, the culmination of something. So many people have written me, they're like, oh my God, I'm so disappointed. I've seen the truth in this person. I've seen the truth in this person. I could say that I've seen the truth about a couple of things, things that I was like, mm, be careful with this. And then it happened. I'm like, okay, just be careful. Continue to be careful. Or, oh, wow, this feels really good. And then seeing, yeah, it is really good. And so 
culmination and seeing the truth doesn't always have to be ah, harmful and painful, overwhelming, you know, como, ay Dios, yo no puedo. It can also be like, oh yeah, yo puedo, right? And so we're living in this duality. We're living in so many levels of duality. We're living in the duality of being eternal and spiritual, discovering our past lives, knowing that we're energetic beings, knowing that we are loved, that we have ancestors, or at least on the path to know that we're loved. We are living in the duality of being angry at our family that may have harmed us with their ways and also stepping into forgiveness, right? Being human, being of spirit, being personally in a good place and then seeing the collective suffering. All the dualities are coming up. Pluto and Aquarius is inviting us into this change for 20 years. Expect there will be tremendous, tremendous um, humanitarian movements, destabilizing of nations, changes, shifts, new ways of doing things. And for us, how do we lean into age-old practices that ground us, allow us to find center? You know, as many, as much as I love to teach class and I do have a membership community, if you're outside of the membership community, by the way, it's $29.99 a month. And you get a new moon um, gathering and then a full moon Akashic record reading. Um, if you're in my community already, that means you've taken a class with me. It's $21.99 a month. It's called Bruja Rising. If you're interested, let me know. I will post the info. Um, I barely ever shared it here. Even if you're in communities like mine and other people's, right? There's amazing communities and Patreon, etc. It's important for us to be able to practice the, the techniques of grounding for ourselves the techniques of limpieza, the techniques of soothing and regulating our own nervous system. So how are we going to do that for ourselves? And this is what I think the full moon in Leo is also inviting us into, that even as the world burns and we see patriarchies holding on to like the last dregs, right? How do we create joy in our own space? How do we make sure that our children are safe? How do we continue breaking the ancestral patterns that have kept us scared and hidden or repeating patterns of, of abuse or addiction or lack of self-worth. And so what I've been feeling very strongly within me, dentro de mí, is that it is about us creating our own sanctuary. So creating your own space in your own heart. The full moon in Leo is about the heart. It's the lion, it's the heart, it's courage. The next 20 years are gonna ask courage from us, right? So much courage. And, and you know, that's not the only changes that are happening astrologically, but those are the themes. And I just want to share that. You know, sometimes people say to me, well, you're very, you have courage. And I think that, I think I came in, I think I came in with an energy of like literally a warrior, like a sword, get away from me. And also, you know, I'll fight you, <laughs> but also a clown, like, you know, my improv is a big deal to me, but the clown, the one who laughs and, you know, also the love goddess, like each and every one of us has a lot of different parts of ourselves. And sometimes we don't spend time to explore that, but we can access those different parts of ourselves. And I came in with, I know, even as a little kid, when they were fighting in my house, I'd be like, mom, dad, stop it. Now I wasn't running in a corner or hiding under the bed. And it's okay if you did, right? We're all different. But I was there like, no, um, this is not right. This is not right. So I was born with like a sense of what's not right and then a desire and a sense not to repeat that. Like, you know, a lot of us that go through dysfunction, we unconsciously repeat it because that's all we know. For me, it was like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. Oh, shit. Am I smelling it? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Break me out. Let me out. And also the energy of I need to heal this. How am I going to do it? And 
What we need now is a nurturing of courage while we're still nurturing our open heart and tending to it. Now, that doesn't mean that we open our heart and say, hey, stab me, stab me. You know, when you see somebody is, has addictions, when you see somebody has patterns, when you see people have narcissistic tendencies, you have to know where to place people in your life. Do they get booted out the boundaries completely? Do you put a boundary on them? And so as we navigate 2024 and all the pain in the world and our own struggles and our own situaciones, no, con la familia, with ourselves, with our health, with all the things that are calling us forward, cultivating courage is just a theme for me. Um, I think I was born with that. And there were a lot of times that maybe I wasn't brave. Like I was really brave in some ways, but in other ways, maybe I kept quiet because I was alone and I had to put up with abusive bosses, right? Um, there are things that we're comfortable with, talking back online and being all sassy, but then when it comes to our own lives, we're not, right? So I invite you to look at this time with this full moon that we just had, right? And ask yourself, let's let's go in and do this, okay? So I invite you, I hope you're not driving, allow your eyes to gently close. I'm going to ring this bell, taking a deep breath in. allowing the sound to wash over you. As we continue taking a deep breath in, una respiración profunda, feeling our feet on the ground, nuestros pies aquí en la tierra, our booty in the seat, las nalguitas en el asiento, just breathing deeply into our heart, respirando profundamente en nuestro corazón, just allowing ourselves to be here. And at this time, calling in our higher self, our angels and guides, en este momento, llamando a nuestro ser interno, a nuestros guías, nuestros ángeles, and asking that they are present, pidiendo que estén presente. As we allow them to be present, going even deeper into the breath, low in our belly, y al invitarnos y permitirlos que estén presente, respirando bien profundo en el diafragma, bien profundo en la panza, el estómago, y dándonos permiso de estar presente, giving ourselves permission to be present. And as we allow ourselves to be here, going even deeper, imagining that we're in a beautiful place in nature where we feel safe, where we feel relaxed, where we know that we are loved eternally, as we allow ourselves to stay in this beautiful place, asking profoundly, what does courage mean to me? Breathing in and allowing your inner self, your inner knowing, to just give you the answer. Where have I been brave and courageous in my life? Where have I known that I've been mistreated, where things have been unfair, but I've been too scared to fight back or too scared to just have a conversation and call out? the abuse or the mistreatment, the lack of respect? Where have I held back in my own relationships, at work, not asking for a raise? Where have I accepted the unacceptable from my life and people and then invited even more harm within my mind, body, and spirit? We're going to take a breath in now and see if we can locate fear in the body, just breathing 
It may have a color, it may have a texture, a feeling, puede tener un color, un tipo de sensación, una emoción. And we're going to focus on the space where we may find that pain, that lack of courage in our body. We're going to take a really deep breath in and release it with a sound. Ah. As we do, we can already begin to feel the energy shifting, the energy releasing. Taking two more deep breaths, releasing the times where we may have experienced self-betrayal as we've internalized racism, oppression, and pain in the world. Breathing in again. Oh. Oh. And one more, that was like half a cough, an exhalation. Respirando profundo. And exhaling, exhalando. And as we allow that energy to release and to leave our body poco a poco, bit by bit, focusing in on the heart space, taking the right hand, putting it over our heart, and asking our higher self, angels, guides, how can I nurture the energy of courage? How can I nurture the energy of courage? And where is more courage needed in my life? Is it to finally get the support that we need and get into therapy or physical therapy or something else? Is it in beginning to make the steps to leave relationships that just are squashing our spirit? Are we to nurture the courage to begin to save money and to actually look at our budget and not be afraid of it? Or the courage to begin to walk and drink more water and take more care of our vehicles, our bodies. So taking another breath in and asking your deepest wisdom, where can, do I need to nurture my courage even more? Then take another breath in and do you remember when you were a brave kid, even if it's just starting, you know, at school, something new? Do you remember when you were a scared kid? You're like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. They made fun of me. I don't want to do it or whatever it was. And imagine that kid that's scared and hugging that kid right now. When in Leo, so also brings up our inner child, our divine child, but also the child that's been hurt. And breathing in and knowing and telling your inner child that you're here for them. You're here to support them. As you continue to breathe and hold your inner child, once again, remembering all the times that you were brave, breathing into the advice from your inner self and your guides asking you, how can you nurture? How can I nurture my courage? And you know, for some of you, you've been so brave for so long, maybe you just need to nurture your rest and that is valid and important. Taking another breath in, and affirming every day I love myself more and more. I allow and give myself the time to heal my heart. And I trust my energy and I trust my guides and well and wise ancestors. And I nurture myself in whatever ways I need. And I nurture my courage. Yes, he said, and so it is. I'm gently coming back. And as we come back, I leave you with this, my people. You know, loving ourselves is everything. 
learning to love ourselves is a journey, a process. We're going to trip, we're going to fall, we're going to get back up again. But know really in your heart that you are worthy, that you are loved, that you have invisible forces holding you up and loving you every moment. Fuerzas invisibles que nos están abrazando y apoyando en cada momento. And sometimes we think that just staying in the mud is better than not having any mud at all. But I invite you, and I know, I know a lotus grows in the mud, Jello, I can already hear it, right? But sometimes we're sick of the mud. So dive into this full moon energy of Leo and ask your inner self, how can you nurture your courage more and more each day? Now I have a deck of cards here that I love, the Modern Spiritual Latina Oracle, Oracle, <laughs> Oracle, the Modern Spiritual Latina Oracle, and that is by Jasmine Alejandrez Prasad, Esoteric Esa. You know, I love her. I love, love, love her. And I'm going to, I'm going to shuffle here. And as I shuffle, right, I'm going to ask, what is the message for us on this full moon in Leo? And just know, like, listen. One meditation is gonna, isn't going to do all the job. One herb, you know, one acupuncture session, one yoga class. It's ridiculous to, for us to think, and yet, and still, right? That yoga session could open up your back, release the hips. One meditation could give you that bit of information that you need. And so wherever you are with everything in your journey in tu vida, um, when something that's harmful or negative or sad I invite you to ask yourself, especially in the personal arena, right? Because the collective is like the whole collective situation. But in the personal arena, asking ourselves, what am I being shown here? Is it a secret blessing? Am I breaking a pattern? Am I being invited to understand this deeper? Because when something bad happens, especially if like a friend betrays us or a partner, or we hear, find out something about somebody, we're like, oh my God, oh my God. But it's not really personal, right? They were who they were. And so asking, what are we learning? So for this card, I'm asking, what do we need to know for the full moon in Leo? Okay, what are we? Ooh, mm, it fits. And this is a beautiful card of the divine masculine. All right, the divine masculine. Me encanta, me encanta. Conflict, power, Mars, solar plexus, Tikal temple, dark night of the soul, and Zambalanke. Hope I said it right. Dark night of the soul is what I think we're going through on earth. There's a puma here. There's a yellow rose. There's like geometric, beautiful um, triangles. So here we are in the middle of conflict and power. Let us be the puma here. You know, redefining what masculine is and tapping into, you know, the lion. I feel like that cat is representing the lion. You know, how are we moving forward with courage, with leadership? And how are we redefining the masculine and also creating new standards of BS we're not going to take from our own inner masculine and from the masculine in our lives? Así que con eso las dejo. And I want to thank you. So many of you signed up for the special, the $97 Akashic Record reading. Um, it was so great to meet you in person. If you're listening to this and you still want it, I'll put the link in. And just know I wanted to come here. I felt called. The next 20 years are going to be amazing. I can't wait to like go through it with you all. And um, 
you know, we make the way day by day, breath by breath, moment to moment. And I always know that miracles are possible. And that's why we're on the planet. As harsh as it is, as intense as it is, as hard as it is, we wanted to come here. And it's important for us to nurture not only courage, but nurture also our peace, our well-being, our self-care, and our love. Los quiero mucho, mucho amor, big, big hugs to the fifth season of the Biz Bruja. Adios.